Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you with Ben Westhoff, of course. His book is called Fentanyl, Inc., and it's a great book. Where do people get the book, Ben? You can get it anywhere you buy books, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, your local bookseller, anywhere. Is it illegal to manufacture this stuff in China? It is, yes. Um, The problem is that these Chinese manufacturers can get around the law through just slightly tweaking the chemical formula. And so then you've got a new type of fentanyl. And those have been banned as well more recently, but the enforcement is very spotty and there's still a lot of fentanyl coming into the United States. Now, what is Operation Denial? Operation Denial was the most wide-ranging international fentanyl investigation ever. And it began after an 18-year-old boy named Bailey Hankey from North Dakota died from fentanyl. And so the investigation tracked the, the local dealers who got him the fentanyl and the dark web dealers who sold it to them. The dark web dealers got it from China, and the operation went all the way to the top, to the Chinese manufacturers who originally made the fentanyl, but even though they were indicted by the U.S. Department of Justice, these Chinese manufacturers are still at large because China has refused to extradite them. What percent would you say, Ben, of pure cocaine has fentanyl in it now? I wouldn't say it's, you know, the majority, but I would say that there are so many drug dealers out there who are taking shortcuts, who are trying to boost their profits by putting cocaine putting fentanyl in the cocaine that I wouldn't trust I wouldn't trust it at all. No, that's what's so unbelievable. Yet people continue to use this uh, don't they even think about the possibilities that the fentanyl might be laced in there? Well, I think people don't. I think fentanyl is so new that people don't realize that it's out there. Um the singers Prince and Tom Petty both died because they actually took pills that they thought were legitimate pharmaceutical opioid pills like Vicodin or Oxycontin, but they were actually laced with fentanyl, and they died instantly. I mean, it shuts down your lung system or something like that, or is it a heart attack? Well, it basically stops you from breathing, so it shuts down your respiratory system. And so if you're found in a frozen position... Chances are you got hit by fentanyl, right? There, yes, there are a lot of reports of people who died with the needle still in their arm because they died so quickly. We have a friend in St. Louis who died 10 months ago. Uh, we knew he was on Vicodin and Xanax for anxiety. Uh, we didn't know how much, but we were after him all the time. But, you know, you can't. He was an adult, and if he doesn't listen to you, what are you going to do? Uh, and uh, apparently, and I'm only speculating, they found him in a sitting-up position in his house with his robe on, eyes open, mouth open, hands clenched. I have a feeling he was using something else with it and got hit by fentanyl because they never gave us the autopsy report. Yeah, it's quite likely, and that is one of the very most lethal combinations are these pills like Xanax and Valium. These are called benzodiazepines, Yep. 
And when those are combined with opioids like fentanyl or Oxycontin or heroin, that is one of the very most lethal combinations out there. And alcohol. You're, it's, Absolutely. It's, that's another depressant, and, and it'll do the same thing. How many synthetic drugs are out there on the market these days? Well, as I write about in my book, there's just, it's been an explosion recently. So for most of humanity's existence, people took natural drugs that came from plants. There were maybe a handful of different drugs. But in the last few years, there's literally a hundred or more new ones every year because they're all synthetic now. They don't come from plants anymore. They're made in a lab. And so these chemists can just tweak these molecular formulas and create brand new drugs. They used to be called designer drugs, and now they're known as novel psychoactive substances. Realistically, can this fentanyl craze and epidemic be stopped? I'm, I'm very pessimistic right now just because the problem keeps getting worse, and every year more people are dying from fentanyl. Now, the problem, as I mentioned earlier, is that most people don't want fentanyl. They, they get it without even realizing it because drug dealers are trying to save money, mm-hmm. and um, it's cut into all these other drugs that people are, are intending to take. Well, and I don't think anybody in their right mind, given the choice, would take the uh, cocaine with fentanyl in it. They'd probably prefer the pure stuff. Yes. The, the good news is that it's possible to check these drugs. So if you go online and you search for a fentanyl testing strip, they're very cheap, and that tells you instantly if fentanyl is in your other drugs. Even in a minute amount? Yes. They're getting more and more sophisticated, these fentanyl testing strips. Gosh, you know, if if somebody were using it uh, for whatever reason, and I'm talking about cocaine, folks, and I hope you're not, but if you are... Get these strips. It's your life. Exactly. And um, I actually, I went to China to investigate these labs where these drugs are made. I was the first journalist to ever go inside a Chinese fentanyl lab. And what I found was was very disturbing. It really blew me away. It's got to be scary. Why aren't the dealers checking it with some kind of testing equipment before they sell it to the public? Yeah, that's a good question. The number one question I get is, why would dealers want to kill their own customers? Their, their market, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I talk to a lot, of, a lot of dealers and users about this, and what they say is that in the, the addicted user's mindset, when they hear that someone else overdosed, they don't think, well, I should stay away from that batch. They think, wow, that batch must be really powerful. I want to get some of that batch for myself. About what year do you think, Ben, this all started with the fentanyl? Well, it's, be, it's been building for a while, but around 2013, particularly in St. Louis, I'm, I'm from St. Louis too, and um, they started noticing the police on the grounds and the, the users started hearing about this new type of fentanyl, they thought of, this new type of heroin they thought at first, and slowly and gradually the death mounted until now it's um, it's at a level no one thought was possible who uh, have you talked to about this recently about this kind of epidemic in terms of how they plan to stop this 
Well, I think um, I had a friend who who died from fentanyl, um, the fentanyl patches, actually. And so people may have heard of these, these fentanyl patches. They're for chronic pain. They're for people with cancer. Uh, they even have a lollipop that's, uh, that is, is with medical fentanyl. And this has been... This, this killed my friend in 2010, so I really wanted to know. This made it personal for me. This is what got you into it? Yeah, and I'm sure your listeners, too, know people who have died from fentanyl, know people with opioid addictions. Yes. And so I wanted to know, yeah, what is, what is happening? What are we doing here? And unfortunately, a lot of the response from the government has been more of these same old war-on-drugs policies the idea that we need to lock up the users. And what we found is that this just isn't effective. You know, the recidivism rate for people who go to jail for small drug crimes is absurdly high. People go to jail and then they come right back out and start using again. And so what I advocate for is more treatment. These people need, these are, these are not criminals. They, they're, a lot of them are committing crimes to defend their habit, but if they get treatment, they not only can get better, but they can stop doing crimes in order to support their habits. Uh, you used to write for the Riverfront Times, so you must know our buddy Ray Hartman. Yeah, I did. I, he, he wasn't the editor when I was there, but yeah, I know Ray. And he's since sold the Riverfront Times, and uh, is, he's a mini entrepreneur in St. Louis these days, Ben. Yeah, he is. And, um, I, you know, St. Louis, it's, we're right in the heart of the Rust Belt, and it, it feels like this, this plague has hit the Midwest so hard. And, you know, it's, it's combined with a lot of times the unemployment rate, and, um, and fentanyl and the opioid epidemic has unfortunately come here in a, a big way. Well, I got to tell you, 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 to me, you're an American hero because this is the first major investigation in the fentanyl uh, anywhere. Nobody really is doing anything on it. Yeah, I was shocked to hear that no one had ever gone to China and tried to go to one of these fentanyl labs. And what I actually did was I just I started out by Googling buy fentanyl in China. I wanted to know how easy it was to do it. And all these websites came up. They had the salespeople, their email addresses. And so I, I made a fake email address with a fake name. And I wrote them. I said, I, I want to come to China and do a drug deal with you at your lab. Uh, can we do this? And to my surprise, they said yes. And so I got Jeez. on a plane to China and I got to visit one of these labs where types of fentanyl are made. And it was very much sort of like the, the TV show Breaking Bad Yep. with these uh, giant glassware and um, the amounts of fentanyl and other drugs being made just blew my mind. It, what it really reminded me of was the scene in Scarface near the end with those huge piles of cocaine and he's losing his mind, Al Pacino. And, uh, you know, that was child's play com compared to the amount of drugs being made in these Chinese labs. Why isn't the Chinese government busting these places? A lot of people think it's because China, Chinese citizens don't have a problem with fentanyl. So in China, they have drug problems with other drugs like meth and heroin. 
But Chinese people aren't, they don't have this big opioid crisis like we do. Well, and I, and I don't think they're putting the fentanyl in the cocaine that the Chinese are using. Exactly. Fentanyl is not a problem there. And so China has not dedicated the resources to stopping these factories, even though they're exporting fentanyl to the U.S. in giant quantities. How, how often does someone get to a hospital, and what's the mortality rate, Ben, once they have ingested fentanyl? Uh, I mean, are they going to die for sure, or can they be saved? Well, the good news is that there's something called Narcan, which some of your listeners may have heard of. And Narcan is basically a miracle opioid reversal drug. It usually comes as a nasal spray, and if someone is overdosing on fentanyl or heroin or oxycontin you can give them these nasal sprays and it will bring them back to life but that you've got to have that handy and it's got to be done fast that's right and um, you can buy it at places like cvs but first responders need better access to it firemen are saving a lot of people's lives with narcan and um but you're but you're right it's it's best to be equipped jeez what a frightening situation. I have just a sneaky suspicion that the Chinese government just doesn't care. Uh, you're not the only one who believes that. And it's certainly um, what, what was the most disturbing revelation from my book, Fentanyl Inc., is that not only is China not stopping fentanyl from being exported to America, they're actually encouraging the fentanyl industry in China. Now, how do they do this? They offer tax breaks and subsidies to companies that are making fentanyl and other deadly drugs. They actually encourage these companies through tax breaks. When, so when I found that out, my mind was blown. That's just unbelievable. I mean, it, this is tantamount to a country sending poison over to another country. It, it, that is exactly what it is. It's, um, you know, this is, you know, we talk a lot about terrorism, but terrorism only kills uh, a small amount of lives. Fentanyl kills, like we were saying, 30,000 Americans a year. And the fact that China is encouraging this trade through the tax code is is just devastating. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.